What just happened? Did I just get the job? I think I just landed my first remote working job. I'm actually going to be traveling and working, making money while working part time and traveling around South America. What the fuck is my life? The millennial, the millennial me. This is The Millennial Crisis by Demi Kotsouris, Wi-Fi not included. I guess you're going to want to know what I've been up to in this time. A lot has happened since I let you know about me kind of quitting my job and taking this huge new adventure in South America. And I, I needed time to be here and have this kind of experience. And it took me so long to realise that. I'm recording this episode three months after I recorded that episode because I was trying to do too much. Instead of taking this gap year that I wanted to take, I felt like I had to keep up with everyone back home, which is absolutely insane. The fact that I have made this huge decision to up and leave the life I was living at home and have this unbelievable pressure to feel as though I am achieving something or succeeding in my new venture was a strange thing to deal with. I've had a lot of people message me saying congratulations or oh my god your life looks amazing I wish I could do that and it has been. It's been the best thing I have ever done in my life. In saying that, I have never faced so much comparison, so much pressure to do, and I've never been so, I guess, insecure. Insecure in my own abilities, insecure in my own knowledge, insecure in my ignorance in a lot of places. Having the opportunity to speak with people from all over the world and hear their stories is such a privilege, but my comparison levels have never been so high. At the start of this podcast episode, you hear me securing my first remote working job with a company that has a fully remote team, and that I did not think would be a reality for me. The biggest thing that has happened to me is that I've had to start unlearning a lot of the things that I was brought up learning. Born up learning what success meant. Brought up learning what, you know, achievements were. And through the experiences I've had here, I've realised that There is a lot more to life and achievement and success than money and power. And I know we know these things. I know I've always kind of known that. But this has really made me feel like I'm living my life and not just existing in it. So in this episode, what I want to talk about is 
the journey I've been on in this time and, and what's happened, as well as how I became a digital nomad and what that process was like. So let's jump into this bonus episode of the Millennial Crisis Podcast, the reality of risking it all. Social media really fucks with us in a sense that we feel as though we need to do everything now or messes with our reality of how slow things can take from the instant gratification of a like to viewing someone's journey in a 60 second video our attention spans are so short that people feel as though they need to cut our content short and i guess one of the reasons why i love podcasts so much is because it really gives you that behind the scenes insight into things. And that's why I felt this episode was so important to make because although I am living this new life and this new lifestyle and I want to embody letting go and taking a gap year to figure myself out, I'm not doing that or I'm really struggling to do that. And it's funny, I always have this kind of thought and feeling in my head that I'm failing at my gap year. How insane is that? I say that because I thought that making the decision to leave my job was going to be enough to make me the person that I want to be. Through the discussions I've had from this podcast, I know that taking time for you is important it's the only way you can move forward in your life I know that and I honestly believe that but letting go of what you thought your life was going to be or going to look like and letting go of the judgment from other people who look at you doing this it puts an extra layer of pressure on feeling as though I need to come out of this with something. I'm not sure if that makes sense to anyone, but because I believe in this process so much of, you know, really understanding who you are and and making decisions on your life because of that, I feel an extra pressure to come out of this gap year or whatever this is going to be with an achievement. And, and that's, not, that's not how life works, you know? That's not how these things work. So I, I just wanted to, first of all, make it clear that although I am doing all of these things, I'm not yet that person. And I don't think I'm ever going to be the person that I want to be because if I'm kind of content in who I am, that I'm no longer growing, which sounds super wanky, but it's, it's true. Like you can never know everything and you'll never experience everything. So as soon as you stop trying, that's when things kind of get boring and you sit complacent in the life that you're living. During this time, I've been pushed so far out of my comfort zone. It's insane. And although I can be whoever I want to 
the new people I'm meeting because nobody knows me, nobody knows my history or anything, I still find myself embarrassed or nervous to do certain things. Travel isn't escaping your life, you know. The idea isn't to escape your life. The idea is to push yourself to your limits and see how you deal with situations. And a lot of the times you're put in situations that you never thought you would be able to deal with or cope with. You surprise yourself at how well you can deal with things. And I guess the biggest thing that's come out of this and the thing that I should be measuring as successful is the fact that I am so comfortable (laughs) being with myself, being me and trusting my own abilities to get myself out of any situation I need to. As well as that, I've kind of, because I am out of my regular community and surroundings, a level of judgment has kind of been alleviated. And so I feel like I can post or share things that I may have normally been afraid to because I'd be scared that a friend of mine or a family member of mine would have read it or seen it and thought, what the fuck is she on about? Like, call me out on my bluff. And I think as we change as people, like as you grow up, if you're working on yourself, and I know all of you listening are actively looking to be better, do better, achieve more, you do change. And I think it's something really hard for us to deal with within our inner circles because people know you as one thing and then you can slowly change to become something else and it's quite difficult for not only other people to deal with but for you to accept because it almost makes you feel like a phony because you know you're scared someone's going to call you out and say hey hang on a second you used to say x or you used to say y and it's okay for you to change your old outlook and and bring a new outlook. And I guess I've kind of gone off topic there, but I wanted this episode just to be me talking to you about the different pressures I've felt in this situation and the lessons that I've learned. So what I wanted to talk about just in the beginning of this episode was just that the insecurities or the the problems that you face while you are at home don't go away instantly when you start exploring something new and it doesn't have to be travel it can be starting a new job it can be exploring a new hobby you don't automatically become that person that you want to be you've got to slowly work at it day by day and that fucking sucks like it's so annoying that that's what we have to do but it's it's the reality of things the reality of of me taking this leap and living this new lifestyle is that I'm still me and I'm still dealing with the worries and confusion and pressure that I was before if not elevated because I have a lot more time to think It's been a lot of unlearning and training myself to think in a different way and stopping myself when I am comparing myself or comparing where I am and 
and all of those things. The final thing I wanted to say before I jump straight into how I was able to work and travel, I wanted to say that like we all deal with overwhelm. And I think the assumption is that when you're overwhelmed with a lot, it's negative things that are happening. There's a lot happening at work and you can't keep up or someone keeps pissing you off. You've got a problem within your relationship, all of those kinds of things. And the thing that I've experienced now has been overwhelm of good things that are happening. For example, getting a new job, living this new lifestyle, traveling and meeting new people, learning a new language. All of these are amazing things that I really want to do. But when they're happening all at once, it is super overwhelming. And I've had to have days where I've just sat in my Airbnb and watched movies all day because I needed a break and I didn't realize how much I was pushing myself. So I just also just wanted to to mention that when you do start exploring new things, when you do start trying to find new communities or start a new hobby or a new job, all of those kinds of things we've spoken about throughout the podcast, that it can get overwhelming and it's okay for you not to adapt or deal with it super easy. And again, it comes back to comparison for you not to compare how easily you're adapting to something as how easily someone else is. Now it's time to jump into what it means to be a digital nomad or a fully remote worker slash traveler. So I guess this is for people who are curious about remote working and traveling and I guess traveling and working and I'm nowhere near an expert on the subject but I thought that I've learned so much along the way that I would share with you my learnings and how I got to this position. I guess I want to start off by saying that this was something that I wanted to do for ages. And at the start of this year, I went to Mexico and it was when I had first decided to quit my job. And on that trip, all the new people I met, when they asked me what I did, I said, I've just recently quit my job to become a digital nomad. (laughs) When I said that, however, I had no idea how I was going to pursue that or what that road was going to look like. It was just something I said in the hopes that one day it would come true. So after going to South America and spending a month and a half or so applying for remote working jobs, here I am securing one and working and traveling. What I'm going to share with you now is three things to help you on your journey to travel and work. The first thing is, it's pretty obvious, it's to utilize Google and Facebook groups as much as you can. So working and traveling can come in heaps of different forms. And while I was doing this search, I was really open to a lot of different ways I could make my traveling sustainable. Although I had saved money, I'm not sure about you, but if I'm not 
seeing money coming in, I start to get quite scared or concerned and I was worried that that fear was going to have me come home earlier than I wanted to come home. So looking for work or looking for ways that I could make money was really important for me. I had considered trying to get clients from Australia to to work freelance. I had considered even working in bars or hostels, teaching English online, or even trading services. For example, there's a lot of house sitting sites where you can take care of somebody's home or pets in exchange for free accommodation, which was something I had no idea about before this. The best thing that you should do when trying to consider this is to get clear on what you want out of the work. Is the work to fund your travel? Is the work to immerse yourself in this new country and culture? You know, some people just want to travel abroad because they want to learn Spanish or live in X city. For me, it was to travel around and move around. So I really needed a job that allowed me to do that and that was flexible within that. If you have no idea what you want or if you have no idea about this, while you are away, you will learn a lot of new things and you will have a lot of opportunities to change that as you meet different people and see them do different things or have different ways of making money that can change this is just to kind of get the ball rolling the second thing that you can utilize is Facebook groups if you type into Facebook digital nomad or remote working jobs you'll be able to see a whole bunch of different groups that have people who are actively in the industry or asking about being in the industry in there, you'll be able to read heaps of different threads and questions people have, comment and ask questions yourself or literally post in the group and say, I'm new to this. I'm wanting to see what I can do. Here are my skill sets. What are your suggestions? Well, where should I go? It's a really awesome way. The idea of starting small with these little things is that you are actively looking at people who are doing it and starting to build in your mind that it is a possibility to do because I think that's probably the biggest hurdle to overcome is that you don't think that it is possible to achieve or you don't think you would be able to. At least that was the biggest hurdle for me. The second best thing that can help you on your way to working and traveling is to consume content of people who are doing it from podcasts to different blogs and websites there are heaps of resources out there but here are three that I would suggest if you're into podcasts a great podcast to listen to is zero to travel the host gives some awesome resources on different ways you can make money he actually started traveling and working through seasonal jobs, which he has a whole episode dedicated to. So definitely have a look through all of his apps and see which ones re resonate with you or spark your curiosities. He also has heaps of combos with people who make money in different ways. So I think it's a really good one. And also people who aren't traveling, making money, but are traveling on a budget, which if which is something else that can, that can also help you take that step to move forward. 
some great blogs and websites I would recommend. For a blog and resources, a great one is Nomadgate. So it's essentially a, dig- a space for digital nomads or start or people who are starting their digital nomad journey on recommendations on places to stay, what to expect, different jobs that are going. It's just a really great resource and I found it super helpful. The next one is called Nomad List and what this is, is what this does, it allows you to look up a specific country that you might want to travel to or you might want as your next destination if you are already traveling. And it will give you an idea of the cost of living, the kind of safety and security of that area, the community that is there from people who are digital nomads, the best co-working spaces, what different suburbs to live in while you are there, and great cafes with Wi-Fi and all of that kind of stuff. I found this super helpful since I finished my course I have been able to get an idea of what to expect when I do move to a new city and it just takes away a little bit of that overwhelm that I can feel sometimes. There are heaps more of blogs, websites and podcasts that you can listen to. You'd honestly be surprised at how many people live this lifestyle and how much resources are really out there for you. So again, jump on Google, have a quick search, The third thing I recommend you to do is to start looking at remote jobs or start looking at the different kinds of skill sets that are in demand when it comes to remote work. The website I would say that is the best for finding remote work is called workew.com. This website posts only remote jobs. And when I first kind of discovered this website, I was honestly shocked at the companies that had jobs here from Twitter to Medium to Mozilla. There are so many companies that allow fully remote working jobs and some of them have kind of specific requirements. For example, they may only allow you to work anywhere in the US or anywhere in the US and Canada and other jobs allow you to work from literally anywhere around the world from marketing jobs to developer jobs to virtual assistant jobs and designer jobs there are so many different ones here and it is literally seek for remote workers which is amazing and it's actually how I landed my job it took I think probably over 35 or 40 applications for me to end up landing a job just like it is when you are looking for a regular job, it takes time. But I think if you're starting without the pressure of needing to land something, it's always it's always a great, a great place to start. So even if you're not going away or you're not planning to, if you're thinking about your next move or your next kind of plan moving on, this is a great website to look at. And that's pretty much all for a bit of my advice when it comes to remote work. The only other things I've learned since then is because I am working remotely, I am not staying, well, I mix between staying in hostels and in Airbnbs. And the, the trouble with staying in Airbnbs all the time is that 
you don't get to meet people as easily as you do if you're staying in a hostel. So through the digital nomad community, I found out that in pretty much every city or town you go to, there is a Facebook group for expats or digital nomads um, who are either traveling through it or staying in there long term. And so each new city I would go to, I would type in the name of the city or the town and then write expat or digital nomad and find a Facebook group. Then I would send a message in there or look for a thread already for anyone who might want to catch up, go for a coffee or ask any specific question I may have about a co-working space that is really good or a cafe that is good to work out of, just so I could build a community in the places I was in. I met so many people this way and it allowed me to have the comfort and luxury of an Airbnb. Mind you, the Airbnbs in South America are like $30 a night for an amazing like one bedroom cute apartment in the center of the city um, and also be able to meet people who were like-minded. So sometimes if you're in a hostel, you, you might only meet people who want to party all the time or go out and that's quite hard if you do have to work as well or if you are traveling longer term, you might not want to be doing that all the time so it allows you to meet like-minded people that understand you do have to work and then also be able to travel and have people to do things with because I guess that's the biggest question I get asked is how do you stay alone for so long and how do you meet people so that is something that I learned the other option is if you do need a bit more of a safety net there are companies like Wi-Fi Tribe in order for you to get onto one of their chapters, which is what they call it, um, essentially you spend one month in a country with a bunch of other remote workers, um, you have to have already had a remote job because the idea for that is you all live together and you work together and then are able to enjoy doing things outside of work. It's not like a kind of contiki where you're traveling and stuff all the time you're actually working and then outside of those working hours you're able to travel with like-minded people who are experiencing the same thing as you so wi-fi tribe is something to check out if you are a remote worker already another website to check out is remote year so essentially what they do is they help you convince your workplace to take a working sabbatical kind of so you're still working for the company but they help you kind of transition fully remote for a year so you can travel with other people who are working and also want to travel but might not necessarily have a job that does that it's kind of like a nomad academy but um, the reason I don't say nomad academy is because I think um, there are a couple changes happening within Nomad Academy at the moment. So I'm not sure if they will continue or they will continue in the same way that I have had the experience. So yeah, I hope that helped and I hope that gives you a bit of insight into what it's been like for me the past few months and ways that you, if you choose to, um, can achieve the same thing as well. If you have any more questions, I always say you can DM me or email me. But yeah, DM is the best place. So Demi Kotsouris or the Millennial Crisis um, Instagram account as well. 
Uh, but that is all for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you a little bit more insight. If you did like it, honestly, the best thing you can do is subscribe and leave a rating or share it to your socials or with a friend. The more people hear this and the more it gets shared, the more I can get incredible guests on the podcast. And it just means, honestly, the world to me when I get to read reviews or I hear from you and what an episode or a conversation has done for you. The challenge for this week is to look into remote work. So have a look at work EW and just look at the kind of jobs that are out there. Even if you're not interested in it, just have a look because I think you'd be really surprised at how even these jobs are written and some of the perks that come with them. It just kind of puts you in this mindset or perspective to think that there are other jobs out there that are really cool and show different kinds of perks than maybe you're expecting and perks that might really align with you Um, and then it gives you something to work towards why you should be the best at your job or why you should be working harder to learn more or upskill yourself so you can have the confidence to apply for jobs like this and feel as though you know, you know, you would be fit for it and you would be amazing for it. So yeah, thank you so much. And I will see you next week with another awesome interview. Bye-bye.